Right. If you'd like a voice that's easy, expressive and human, if you want to deliver your words in a way that really makes your listener feel something, you know, and if you want a clearer voice during hay fever season, cold and flu season and even... Yikes, I've sung too loud at a Bon Jovi concert season. (laughs) Then join me for Mouth to Mic. It's my new online voice training programme that comes with its own private community of voice gigs, just like you. For all the info, head over to bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. That's bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. Welcome to the Voice Coach Podcast, here for all your speaking voice training and guidance. My name is Nick Redman and I am offering you all sorts of nuggets of wisdom on how to keep your voice in good working order and a true representation of who you are. So if you're a podcaster, presenter, actor, speaker or voiceover artist or a general voice geek, you're in good hands. Shall we get started? Hello. Gosh, that was big gloop in my bottle. Listen, this episode comes with a trigger warning. <laughs> Mouth noises, that's what it's about, my dear. That's <laughs> a little example. Oh God, it goes right through me. This episode may set off your misophonia if you have an issue listening to mouth noises. You have been warned. <laughs> Oh God, they're the bane of my life as a coach, I swear, especially when allergy season is in full swing. So let's get straight to the point. Here are all the tips I can possibly think of that are useful about mouth noises, insights into mouth noises, the sorts of mouth noises you get, how you can try and combat them. I did a little talk on solving advanced vocal technique issues at the One Voice conference recently. And one of the main things that comes up in questions and in workshop situations is, good Lord, help me with my mouth noises. So here's my take on it. Let's discuss what mouth noises you can get and the sorts of things uh, that happen in that mouth or oral space in terms of noisage. So we can get saliva clicks. I will stop doing that, I promise. It's making me more mouth noisy, (laughs) weirdly. So saliva clicks. Sorry, focus, Nicola. Nasal farts. So sometimes when your nose seems to do a little explosion. (laughs) It's really hard to demonstrate that one, actually. (laughs) And behavioural lip and tongue smacks. So that's the one where you might feel the lips coming together and the tongue licking the lips. (laughs) I can't even go through with doing it deliberately anymore. (laughs) It's funny, isn't it, how some noises just make us feel weird. Let's deal with the behavioural stuff first, because some of this is behavioural and that's something we can reflect on. If it's your lips smacking together, then just make sure you're breathing through your mouth rather than closing your mouth and breathing through your nose, for starters. If you need to nose breathe when recording, then bam those lips up, my friend. Get that Vaseline out and shove it on and make sure you're not closing the lips too firmly either. Keep it gentle. But mouth breathing really is the way forward for speech. It's how we mostly communicate anyway. We breathe through our mouth when we talk for the most point. No one has time to stop and listen to you. Gently and dramatically breathing in through your nose. Just finish your sentence, you know what I mean? 
If it's the tongue licking lips sort of a habit, then become aware of it and, you know, just stop it. (laughs) That's all I can say about that, really. Perhaps replace the habit with another habit. You know, work out why you feel the need to slow down your speech or your thought process by licking the lips. And that's what it is, you know, unconsciously or consciously. It's about slowing things down. Now, is it literally to give you thinking time or is it because your lips are actually dry? (laughs) In which case, I'm going to say it again, hashtag BAM up. If it's because you need time to think or to process what you're going to say next, then fill that time with something else. And I might suggest an out breath instead, because if you are a lick, (laughs) if you are a lip licker, and that's the tongue twister of this episode, lip licker, lip licker. If you are a lip licker, you'll probably be holding the breath when you lick your lips in that instance anyway. Just try it now. So like chatty, 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 stopping to lick my lips. Yeah, the breath just holds. So instead of licking the lips, just let the breath out and that'll give you time for a bit of a mind moment and then you can move on. Next on the top three list of mouth noises is, drumroll please, it's saliva clicks. Mm, Yes, please. Now, why do they happen? What's the why? Why do they do this to us? Well, it's saliva, isn't it? It's either too sticky or there's too feckin' much of it. Let's start with why your saliva might be too sticky. Can you guess what I'm going to say here? It's probably hydration not being up to scratch. And this can be for a few reasons. So firstly, obviously, is lack of fluids or a diet that isn't high enough in good old fruit and veg. The other thing that can affect hydration is medication. So are you on anything that has a dry mouth side effect or can affect the mucus of the fluids in the body? And the third thing is allergies, seasonal or food related. So really what we've got to do is thin out the mucus. How do you do that though, Nick? Hydration. So check in on that. What are you drinking and when? It doesn't really matter as long as it's wet. I promise, you know, well, apart from booze. (laughs) Booze doesn't count. Chase your booze with other wet stuff. I suggest also keeping a food diary and cross-referencing with when you get clicky. That way you can work out if it is food related, like milk or dairy or caffeine or whatever it is, we're all different. And then also if you're on medication, just check the side effects and adjust your fluid intake accordingly, in line with medical advice, of course. Some people like eating green apples or using mouth sprays and stuff. I've never tried them, so I can't profess to know, but I know that I'm not a fan of casually munching on green apples over a long period in the booth. That's not good for my wee teeth. I do really find using a nebulizer like a vocal mist can help thin out the mucus in the mouth as well, as does steam, you know. So if you've got a good old-fashioned steamer or head over a bowl with a towel, that's worth exploring too. Just please don't put any menthol in that water. All right, what if there's too much saliva? Well, again, start with a wee diary. Why is it happening? Can you find a cause related to food, your environment, your health? And then start to notice the words and phrases that you get those little bubbles of saliva caught in. Because that's what people say. They say that sometimes when they make a particular sound, it feels like they've got a wee bubble of saliva stuck underneath their top lip or down the side of their cheek or something. So just notice the words and the phrases that those happen on and work through some articulation drills to hone the sound formation process. Because this really is a behavioural change as well. But for some, you know, it's the only way. But it can be done. It just takes a bit of time. And it might be worth revisiting the episode that I do where I take everybody on a little tour around the articulators. 
which is episode number... Let me check for you. It's number 33. Getting to know your articulators and how they make sounds. So that's worth revisiting if you feel like there's a behavioural change that needs to happen. And finally, it's the nasal fart. You heard me. <laughs> you know that weird sound you get at the back of your nose sometimes, like a like a click or a pop or a wee grunt? It tends to happen after or before nasal consonants like n, m and n. Or on the velar consonants, k and g, because that's where sometimes the soft palate and the tongue have to come together and issues happen with that soft palate popping back up and down. And yeah, in my community, my wonderfully weird and honest community, we call them nasal farts. I'd love to know if there's an official name for them. <laughs> ah, no, nasal farts is fine. Put that on a mug. They happen for a couple of reasons and we discussed them in an episode of the VoiceOver Social podcast a few years ago, which is the other award-winning podcast to make. It's no big deal. <laughs> but for now, here are the top reasons why it happens and what you can do. So reason one is, yes, you guessed it, top of the class, hydration. Like if your mucus and saliva in your mouth is all sticky, then when the tongue and the soft palate come together for those sounds I mentioned earlier, so ka, ka, mm, or the soft palate drops down to make a n or an m, then they're going to get a bit stuck together if you've got sticky saliva. Or the soft palate is going to get stuck up to the roof of the back of the oral cavity. And then when the next sound comes, it sort of has to explode that area open a bit more vigorously than it needs to. So hydration, nebulizer slash steam with no menthol, check your diet, all the usual stuff. Then if you're sure it's not that, if you're like Nick, for God's sake, stop it. My hydration's fine. Get out of my garden bushes and stop shouting hydration through my kitchen window. <laughs> that only happened once. You might want to explore a few soft palate awareness, release and toning exercises using the k and the g sounds and a bit of exploration, really. And again, I won't go into that here because I've got a whole bloody episode on it. Shock horror, episode 43. And I'll put links in the bio to those other episodes I've mentioned. But once you explore those exercises, then you can start to blend that new awareness of what your soft palate is doing in your speech and again, change the behaviour of what's happening back there to reduce the nasal farts. Nasal farts. It can take time, but it is possible. Maybe we need a nasal fart support group. Let's call it the Voice and Accent Hub. Just go in there and tell me all about them. So there we go. Let's recap. Step one, identify the type of mouth noise it is. Step two, hydrate for the love of God. Step three, Isolate any physical patterns and behaviours that might be exacerbating the noise and explore some newer options. Step four, drink some more hydrations. Step five, use a plug-in when editing. <laughs> I don't do tech, you know that, but there are some plugins I think that you can uh, that you can get to make things slightly easier. I'm pretty sure one of them's called Isotope RX9 Mouth Declicker plugin or something. And step six, make your quirky noises part of your shtick. Let's normalise mouth noise. What's it ever done to us anyway? Apart from annoy the heck out of our ears. I'm joking only because I have some folks who seem to try bloody everything and it still doesn't work. <laughs> um, of course, you're still a valid human if you make mouth noises, all right? 
loud and proud. So good luck. Hang in there. Give me a shout, of course, if you need any more help or if you need another extra definition of nasal farting or whatever, or some support for your clicky saliva. Please know the first thing I'm going to tell you is definitely check your hydration and your diet and your environment. And here ends my TED Talk. Right. Now, this episode's call to action is just a wee push to subscribe to my newsletter because, tease alert, I've got a really cool thing that I've been making and developing with a little focus group of lovely people. It's a bit of fun. It'll really help you shuffle things around in your warm up. And you better be sure that it's going to help you deal with your daily vocal maintenance issues. Oh, a few clues in there. A few wee clues in there. <laughs> Let me know if you can work out what it is I'm up to. Anyway, subscribe to the newsletter on my website, nickrebbinvoice.com. It's an every other week situation. And I cannot wait to share more with you very soon. But if you need me, I'll be by the hydrations. Good day. One for the listeners who hang on to the very end. Thanks for listening to the Voice Coach Podcast. For even more support with your speaking voice, head on over to our free community, The Voice and Accent Hub on Facebook. See you in there.